Hey friends, before we start the show, I want to invite you to check out my brand new free training all about how you can start your own freelance business from home. In this completely free one hour training, I am going to share with you exactly how I was able to leave my full-time teaching job and replace my income by freelancing and how you can do the same thing too. We're going to talk about how you can find skills that you already have and what services you can offer, as well as what you need to actually get started today. So you can go check out my brand new free training. It's my gift to you at aubreymalik.com forward slash free training. That's aubreymalik.com forward slash free training. And we will link that up in the show notes for you. All right, now let's go ahead and dive on into the show. Hey friends, I am so excited to have you back here today because we are going to be talking about the onboarding process. What is the process like to bring new clients on if you don't have one, why is it important to have one, why you need to have one, and then what can that process look like for you? That's what we're going to dive into today. But if you're listening to this episode and you've been loving what you've been hearing on the podcast, you've been thinking about starting your business, but you haven't made the plunge yet because you're worried, you're nervous, you're scared, I wanna let you know that we are enrolling very shortly for the next round of the VA Prep Accelerator. We just finished up our first round of it and the results that these women got inside of the program were incredible. Clients before the program was even done, having that success, having that hand-holding, that guidance, being able to have their questions answered, it was amazing. And so if you are thinking, I wanna start the business, but I'm just not sure if I can do it on my own, then the VA Prep Accelerator is going to be for you because it's an intensive six-week program, group coaching program, where we work through each step of the prep framework together. So if you're someone who's been eyeing the prep, but you're nervous about it being self-study and worried if you would see results because you're doing it on your own and you want the coaching and the accountability that you would love to see, then the VA Prep Accelerator is for you. We are opening up the waitlist right now. So if you go to aubreymalik.com slash join dash accelerator. I will put that in the show notes for you so you don't have to try to type that in. Just go click the link in the show notes there, aubreymalik.com slash join dash accelerator. You will get added to the wait list so that when we officially open the doors and start adding people to the program, you can be the first to know. And by being on the wait list, you are actually going to get a $200 off coupon if you enroll within the first 48 hours. So get your butt on the wait list so that you can know exactly when it opens up. You can grab that $200 off coupon, which is an incredible, incredible steal. And you can join us inside where we will work together super closely for the next six weeks going over how to start your business, figuring out your services, getting your portfolio ready, getting you marketing and gaining those clients. So Go to aubreymalik.com slash join accelerator, join dash accelerator. And like I said, that link will be in the show notes for you. Go jump on the wait list. You'll get an email with lots of fun information about what's all included going into more of that nitty gritty. And then, like I said, when we officially open the doors back up, you will get that super amazing bonus. All right, let's go ahead and dive on into the episode. Welcome to the Freelancer to CEO podcast. This is the podcast for overwhelmed freelancers who are ready to simplify and scale their business so they can earn more and stress less. I'm your host, Aubrey Malik, and I'm a former elementary teacher who launched my own freelancing business, and now I want to share all my secrets with you. 
Each week, I'll be sharing business strategy, systems, and tactical tips that you can take into your business today so you can finally step into that CEO role you desire. Let's dive on into the show. All right, so let's talk about this whole onboarding process. What I want you to remember about the onboarding process, and this is what I truly believe, is onboarding a client actually starts before a client does all of the pain of the invoices and signing the contracts. It's really about that first impression of you when they first find out about you, how can they work through that process in a seamless manner where they can get on a call with you. We'll get into all the, the nitty gritty here, but it's really important to have an onboarding process if you don't already have one. And a few reasons why is it's going to put your clients at ease to know that if they wanna you know, get take that next step with you, that there's a process in place for you where they're not going to have to wait weeks upon weeks to even hear back from you to find the right link. We want to put our clients at ease knowing that when they're hiring out that they're getting well taken care of. The second reason why it's important to have an onboarding process is it shows your clients that you know what you're doing, that you have put some thought into what it's going to look like bringing a new client on. And again, that goes back to putting them at ease. And then number three, it helps your business grow as you grow. So right now you might be in a place where you don't have many clients and it's easy for you to do the emailing back and forth, to type up every email, to send the scheduling link directly through an email. Right now it doesn't feel like it's that much work. And you're probably thinking, okay, like I can handle this. But as your business grows and as you want your business to grow and scale, you need to have a system in place and a process in place so that the client can move from one step to the next without you having to be the one that's manually doing all of that work. So that's why it's really important to have a client onboarding process. It should be thorough, it should be thought out. There's so many benefits to it, not just to your clients, but to you having those systems in place. And when I was first getting started, I really didn't have a process in place. I was very much like I'll fly by the seat of my pants and figure this out. And I kind of just jumped right in and started bringing on new clients. and. That was fine for the beginning, but then things started getting lost and things started getting dropped and I forgot to respond to emails and it just wasn't the best look for me and I don't want that for you. Of course, I recovered from that. I learned from my mistakes. I've gone the path and taken the road less traveled for you so that I can kind of figure all this stuff out. Um, And luckily for me, like I said, my clients were super gracious and they knew that like I was just growing my business, but in this time of growing my business and and as I've grown, like I've perfected that onboarding process, but I've learned how important it is to actually have a process and system in place for this, to know exactly what it's going to look like to bring new clients to the door, having everything in place, ready to go. And then once you have a really good process in place, the best thing is going to be that you can just copy and paste it moving forward with every client. Some minor things might need to be tweaked, but the main meat and potatoes of your onboarding process will be able to be copy and pasted over and over again. It makes it super, super seamless and stress less less stressful for you because a system helps us to not get overwhelmed and it just needs to be able to be duplicated. So if we don't wanna feel that constant overwhelm every time thinking about bringing on a new client, oh my gosh, it's gonna be so much work bringing on a new client. If you haven't taken the time to put a process in place um, and you're feeling that overwhelmed, that's why it's really important for today's episode to really figure out, okay, what, what does that process look like? What do I need to do? So I want you to think, about the onboarding process from the very beginning. So there's some steps that you're going to need to write down. So if you have a paper and pen, (laughs) words are hard for me today. If you have paper and pen ready to go, um, 
start to write down what some of these steps are in the onboarding process. So the very first step is going to be where do clients find out about you? So that could be from a website if you have it, that could be from your Facebook page and Instagram, um, if you're cold pitching through that email. So where do clients find out about you? That's the first thing you really need to think about. Um, you need to have a place where they can learn more about you. And I encourage it to be in some kind of digital format. Maybe you are doing local networking and you have a business card and they can kind of take that next step with you, but really think about what is that central location of where people can find out about me and find out about what I do. From there, the next step needs to be booking the call. So if they look over all the information that you have and they're thinking, wow, I think this person really could help me out, how can I take that next step? I'll, I'll tell you that clients do not wanna have to jump through hoops to try to get that call book to try to take that next step with you. Trust me from someone who's been on the opposite side, I have gone to people's Instagram or searched online, and if it's too hard for me to find where I can actually take that next step, like. I might just peace out. Like I might just be like, I don't have time for this. Like I need to be able to like make decisions quickly. And that's how humans are. Like we have to make so many decisions in a day that if it's too hard for us to like figure out what that next step is going to be, we might just lose those people. We might just lose those potential clients. So don't make it too difficult for people. Have it be a call to action. You know, if it's on your Instagram, have in bold capital letters, book a call and have an arrow pointing down to that link so they know, okay. And then within your, if you're doing Instagram posts, within your posts, say, if you want to jump on a call and discuss this service, click the link in my bio to book a call with me. Like have it redirect where they should go and have it be in multiple places so that they know, okay, I've got to book a call. That's my next step. Have it be clearly. Okay, so think about what you're gonna use to have them book a call. For some of you, when you're just getting started, that could be a system like Acuity or Calendly, um, or if you're a little bit more advanced and you're ready to take that next step and invest in a system like HoneyBook or Dubsado, that could definitely be that program as well. Um, there's no right or wrong answer. You know, I used Acuity for a while, then I switched over to Calendly, and then I really wanted an all-in-one encompassing system, so I switched over to Dubsado. But all of those programs are really great, but I definitely would recommend having a scheduler that you can just have your available times and clients can book when it fits best in their schedule. Don't be doing the whole, well, let me know what times you're available and I'll see if it works with my schedule and email back and forth. No, make it super easy for them to take that next step. And then having the discovery call. So thinking about what is your process for the discovery call? Having a script or a template or an outline ready to go so that when you do jump on the discovery call, you don't wanna take up a ton of time. You want it to be 30 minutes or less. Everybody's time is valuable. And you want to work through that process of here's what the discovery call looks like. Here's what's gonna happen. So for me, in the beginning, I always had an outline. I always had my notes application. I am a Mac person through and through. And so I would open up the notes section and I would have my discovery template. I would have my discovery call outline. Here's the things that I want to ask. Here's the things that I want to cover. And then I would be taking notes. So having that process through for me, I use zoom for all of my discovery calls. I think it's super important to be able to make that connection with the person, see their face, see their expressions, you know, really tap into that emotional side that they're really what they're struggling with so that I can come up with a really great package and service for them. So those are things that you definitely want to think through. So we've talked about how do they find out about you? Once they found out about you, how do they book a call? Okay. They got the call book. Now it's the discovery call and having that outline. 
And then the next piece is going to be the follow-up with your proposal. So what does that process look like? For me, I always recommend within 24 hours, when people get off a discovery call, especially if it was a really great connection, you want them to be able to capitalize on that momentum and that energy that you brought with you to the discovery call. So if they're feeling super great about you, like, wow, this, this is the person for me, this is exactly who I need to hire, and then they have to wait a week to hear from you, you've probably lost some of that momentum and energy that they had off the call. So I always like to end my discovery calls with letting them know, okay, what does the next step look like? When can they expect to hear from you? How can they expect to hear from you? What can they expect to hear from you about? So are you sending that proposal? Are you sending them um, a few different package options? So letting them know at the end of that call exactly what it looks like and then following through with that. So I always say within 24 hours, if you can beat that time even better, but definitely don't surpass that. If you say, I'm gonna have this to you by tomorrow night, don't wait a couple days to do it. And then also it's gonna be helpful for you when you are putting that together because the call is fresh in your mind about what you talked about, what you discussed, and what pieces of your service would be really helpful for them. Something else to think about in this step of the onboarding process when you are following up, sending the proposal, is to think about what you are using to actually create the proposal. I am a huge fan of simple and seamless. So when I was first getting started, from the very beginning, I invested in a program called Antco, A-N-D dot C-O. I'll actually go ahead and link that up for you in the show notes. If you don't have a program that handles your proposals, your invoices, your contracts, I definitely recommend this to someone who is just getting started. It's really going to help you handle this part of the onboarding process. You can send everything electronically, clients can sign electronically, you're not piecemealing different programs together. I really, really, really like Anco and I loved it for the first year of my business. And then when I was ready to make that upgrade and make that bigger investment in my business, I looked into both Dubsado and HoneyBook. And I really don't think that you can go wrong with either one. I currently use Dubsado and I really like their proposal features, how you can put all of your packages that you already have, you can add those to proposals. It makes it really easy. So it takes a little bit of time to set up something like Dubsado or HoneyBook because you have to add your packages in. But once you have that, it's really a one click, kind of add it to your proposal. You can have your logo and all your branding in there and then easily send it off to your clients. They can approve it and I even have it set up where if they approve the proposal, they automatically get sent the invoice and they automatically get sent the contract. And then once they take care of all those steps, then they automatically get sent my scheduler link to book a kickoff call with me. So that's kind of the ending parts of this onboarding process that I have to talk to you about, which is following up with the proposal, which we just talked about. And then if they're, they approve the proposal, they wanna move forward, it's getting them the invoice and the contract. And then from there, it's sending them the welcome email with a link to book a kickoff call with you. If that's something that you offer with your service. For me, I always like to just touch base because the discovery call is not really talking about anything super specific. We're more thinking like higher level and talking about goals and we're not talking about like, okay, what is actually working together going to look like? So that's why I like to do a kickoff call. So those are the seven, I have it kind of six to seven steps, but Let's just review the onboarding process. Where do they find out about you is step one. Then how can they book the call and knowing what you have, what program you're using to book the call. 
having the discovery call and having an outline for that, then following up with the proposal and having a system in place that makes sending the proposal super easy. Again, we're not like recreating this, you know, proposal, which takes a ton of time. I want, I don't want you to have to spend a ton of time creating a proposal. I want you to have things easily loaded into the system that you use, whatever that might be, and being able to send that proposal off super easily. And then if you use something like Dubsado or HoneyBook, having automations where they can automatically move to the next step, which is that invoice and contract step, and then if you can have an automation too, or even just an, a template where you can send that welcome email with the kickoff call link, having even that template ready to go so it's easily copied and pasted, um, that will save you a ton of time. So I, what I want you to do is I want you to, t you've taken the notes on this, you know what that process is, and then I want you to kind of walk yourself through this process. How does that feel? If someone were to go from start to finish, could they do this easily? Do you have all the pieces in place? Um, and take some time with this. Like even if you're saying, oh, I've already worked with clients and I don't have an onboarding process, there's no better time to start than right now. Don't feel like if you haven't been doing this for the last six months or however long you've been in business that, oh, you know, I can't do this now. You can definitely do this. And like I said, there's a lot of really great programs that you can use to help you with this onboarding process. But I want you to think about it from start to finish and think about even before the client actually becomes a client, how can they move from one step to the next? And that's really going to give you a super high-end client experience. It's gonna put your clients at ease. It's going to put you at ease. It's going to allow your business to move seamlessly in the background without you. Or like I said, even just having some of these pieces in place so it's easy to for you to make that next step, to, for you to go from one step to the next with clients too. So I hope this was helpful. I hope that it starts to get your wheels turning about putting that onboarding process in place so that you have everything ready to go and your clients can feel super taken care of. It's like staying at a five-star hotel. I always like to think about that as like the client experience. Like you want your clients to feel like once they really start working with you, like, wow, like you've taken really great care of them and they just feel like you can hit the ground running. And it really starts with that first impression of how can I, you know, take those next couple steps with you and, and work through this onboarding process. So I hope you enjoyed it. I hope it was helpful. If you are loving this podcast, make sure that you hit subscribe. There might be some different language on there based on what platform you're on. Subscribe, follow, just to make sure that you get these episodes downloaded right to your device, wherever you listen to podcasts every single week so you don't miss an episode. And if you are loving this podcast, I would so appreciate it if you would leave us a review on the podcast. It's a great way to say thank you for all this free content and it helps get this message out to more people. And finally, if you want to connect with other freelancers, if you want more support, if you want a place where you can feel like you can ask questions and grow and learn with other like-minded people, please don't hesitate to jump into our free community at aubreymalik.com slash community. Just answer three quick questions. I just like to make sure that we are not having any spam or robot accounts in our group. I wanna keep it a safe place. And then I also like to send you an email with a free gift from me to help your business grow too. So I hope that you will join us over there. And like I said, I hope this episode was helpful. I hope you're having a wonderful week. I can't wait to connect with you on the next episode and I will talk to you soon. Thank you for choosing to spend some time with me today. I appreciate you so much. If you haven't yet, I would love it if you would leave me a review on iTunes and share this episode in your Instagram stories and tag me. By sharing and reviewing, you can help spread the message so we can reach more entrepreneurs who are ready to scale their business to new heights. I will see you in the next episode.